The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman in a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, strength all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stupid part. It's the way you think, not what you got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Hey folks, Heather Wagonhall here, and I am so excited. It is season 33, and we are back to live. I'm Heather Wagonhall, your hostess with the Financial Mostess, and the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, has the day off. So it will be me sharing with you. But first, let me tell you about a little something special, okay, because it is important that we all improve ourselves. And one of our keys in our Keys to Riches Financial Wellness series is to become a voracious reader. And for those of you tuning in right now, get a free audiobook from audible.com. All you have to do is, by being a listener, is visit unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or mp3 player so yay so anyway so new season unbelievable what we have accomplished so far we're in season 33 pretty shocking pretty surprising pretty exciting i'm pretty excited about it and uh so anyway uh on today's episode in addition to our moolah word of the day that i'm going to have to do by myself because the maestro of moolah michael terry isn't here but we will also, I'm so excited, be doing um, our key, our first key in our Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series. It's a new season. We're starting over. And uh, so our first key is acceptance and affirmation. And I'll go over that just in a bit. If you would like to call into the show and have your financial questions answered, please do so by dialing 1 area code 718-508-9002. That's 718-508-9002. And I don't have a call screener, so you get in if you dial in. So it'll be pretty exciting to see that. Um, so for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am so excited that you guys are here because, well, it's time, isn't it? It's time that we finally threw down our 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 preconceptions about money management and our inability to do so and finally get started. And so let's just draw the line in the sand and say, no more. I'm not going to let my past choices dictate my future results. Woo! How does that sound? That's pretty cool, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't even have my applause. Where did that go? None of my stuff is in here. Anyway, uh, (laughs) it's been a while since I've had to run the panel by myself. So, um, I don't have all my cool sound effects, it seems. So uh, anyway, um, so I'm so excited that you guys are here because this new season is going to be incredible. 
I had some amazing guests lined up for you for our Friday show. And uh, it's just, it's amazing. I was looking back and reflecting on the very first show, which was not on the internet, actually. It was in, in 2003, and I was on a local radio station here in Phoenix, Arizona, and now we're syndicated, which is a pretty cool deal. But I went back 14 years, and I was thinking about where we started from and what we've accomplished and some of the guests that we've interviewed, and we just did another Best of season, and how incredible it was to have the opportunity to talk to and learn from some of these amazing folks. And so I decided that this season we're going to change things up just a little bit, and we are going to add some features to the show because wealth, as my dear friend Kim Sawyer reminds me, is more than money. Wealth is more than money. And wealth is connections, it's relationships, it's careers, it's hobbies, it's interests. And so we are going to start talking about how to live your life to the fullest, how to squeeze every moment. Because wealth was meant to be two things. First, created, and then second, enjoyed. So when we think about building wealth and our empire, we have to think about what's super important to us. And so when we think about that, and we have to start looking at our value system, and we'll be exploring some of that uh, in a future broadcast because I'll be talking about one of the keys, which is uh, Dreams with Deadlines. It's our third key. Uh, but out of Dreams with Deadlines, we have a whole new program, the Unlock Your Wealth uh, Foundation's Goal Achievement Strategy. And it's actually a course that you can take at the boot camp. We have one starting again um, at the end of this month. And if you want to be able to take your life to the next level, this is the opportunity that you need to invest your time in. Um, so I will be giving you more information as it comes around, but I am very excited about that. So uh, let's talk, shall we, um, about the keys to riches. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, the keys to riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts a philosophy, if you will, that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. Two very different things. Thinking like the rich, one part of it. Being in control of your own money, a second part of it. Uh, and then it will also teach you, will give you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, all while building wealth, transforming your current financial habits, into healthy money management skills. What we know here at the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation is that it is what I call physiology first. We are biological creatures. We are driven by our instinctive brain. And even though we can invent computers that think faster than us, the processing of information is still the same. And so that, we are biologically set up to fail at long-term anything management. So how do we then, is it hopeless? No, that's the big answer. We are not hopeless when it comes to this. Um, but uh, what we do need to pay attention to is that there are specific things that we do that keep where we are. And if we 
In order for us to have something different, we must become and do something different. So that's what the Keys to Riches does. It really teaches you how to become different than our biological tendencies. So that's what's pretty exciting about that. So um, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this. We're looking at it um, fundamentally from a different lens. And so it's going to bring you all of the cool stuff that you truly desire. That's sound it's time for the Moolah Award of the Day. And Maestro Amula is not here, so I am going to have to fill him. Today's Moolah, I'm kicking off the season kind of on a note, if you will, but it's a good Moolah word. A system of economic, social, and political philosophy based on ideas that use social change in terms of economic factors. A central tenet is that is the economic base that influences or determines the political life. Under Marxism, outdated class structures were supposed to be a force instead of being replaced through patient modification. It held that as capitalism has succeeded feudalism, it too will be removed by a dictatorship of the workers, which is the proletariat. Um, uh, it's called socialism. Followed quickly and inevitably by a classless society which governs itself without a governing class or structure, which is interesting because you hear about all kinds of different terminologies. Um, and so uh, Karl Marx in the 19th century and his buddy Frederick or Friedrich Engels formed the foundation of communism with this theory. Um, and as we have seen, communism has fallen and dictatorships have fallen. It's because capitalism is king and we must have a free market because we should be able to choose what it is that we truly desire to have, to become, to do. And if our government is restrictive or prohibitive of that, we're not going to be able to function successfully. And I always kind of bring in some political stuff here because um, I am not a part of any political uh, party, per se. Um, philosophically, um, I believe that everybody should be able to do what they want, when they want, within reason. And the reason has to do with um, uh, inappropriate behavior towards others. So as long as you are not harming others in any way or taking from others by force, then you should be able to do what you want to do. Um, and a society that's structured off of that is a successful society. And we see it play out in certain pockets around the world. And we were like that and we're changing. But we have to be aware of this because we cannot have financial freedom without personal or political freedom. So keep this in the back of your mind as you're thinking, okay, what does politics have to do with my money? Well, on the local level, all politics is local. You are more restricted by your behaviors from your homeowners association, not so much what the president of the United States does, but it does have an effect. But you just need to be able to, like, you can successfully navigate your own brain and body when it comes to money management. You can successfully navigate the world if you know what to look for. So 
Anyway, so that's our moolah word of the day, Marxism. Um, and uh, so take that for what you will. And then I have, hold on a second. This segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is brought to you by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash keepmyid and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. So welcome to the show. For those of you who are just joining us, I'm Heather Wagonhalls and the maestro of Moolah, Michael Terry, is out right now. But I would like to talk to you about this week's I don't know what that noise is, but it's kooky, so let's try to get rid of it, shall we? Anyhow, I am so glad that you guys stopped by. So like I said in the introduction uh, before about the keys, the keys is a system that I created, and I created it 14 years ago. And the keys have evolved. Initially, I just used it with my real estate company, and I used to teach people how to invest in real estate. And initially, this the keys to riches was to get your financial act in order so you could start investing in real estate. But it's evolved to so much more than that over the past 14 years because what I have learned from my clients and customers and through my research is that money management isn't so obvious. If you tune into other financial gurus, there are both male and female, that chastise and berate you for making the same repetitive mistakes. And you say you're going to do better, but you don't. And then you fall into that same trap, and you're like, oh, my gosh, how did this happen again? And it has to do with the way that we're programmed. And I'm going to talk about that in this week's key, which is acceptance and affirmation, our first key in the key switches. This is a two-part key. So, Uh, I mentioned that we are biologically driven creatures and we move towards pleasure and away from pain. And that makes sense. And those are our biological drives, but our conditioning as young folk, young and impressionable skulls full of mush as a prominent conservative radio talk show host called children, uh, because we are just digital audio video recorders. And so when we do um, take action, mostly driven by our subconscious. And so while we can have extreme discipline or willpower, those are conscious brain activities. And if you think about the brain as an iceberg, you figure 20 uh, or, well, not even that much, 12% of our brain is the exposed part of the ice cube. That's our conscious brain. And the other 88% of the iceberg is our subconscious. And there's several reasons for that. Good ones, in fact. You know, our subconscious brain processes information so much better than our conscious brain. Our conscious brain, we can only manage to think about seven to nine things, plus or minus two, at any given moment. But our conscious brain can process 4 billion bits of information a second. So think about that in terms of 
what your body is doing, it's not just doing what you're thinking about. Your body is living. It's existing. It's an electrochemical being. And so while you are listening to my words, maybe you're at work, maybe you're typing on the keyboard, maybe you're at the gym working out listening to me, your conscious brain is doing that. Your subconscious, however, is focused on the mechanics of typing if you're sitting at your computer. Right now, even though you don't consciously have awareness until I tell you this, you don't know where your feet are positioned on the floor if you're sitting down, but your brain does, your subconscious does, because if you keep your foot cocked in a certain position for too long, it's going to send a signal to tell you to move it in the form of tingling because it'll feel like what? Your foot fell asleep because you cut off or reduced circulation. And your body does that. And you just move and you think nothing of it. Oh, my foot fell asleep. Darn it. Darn it. I left it there too long. But you weren't thinking about it consciously, leaving it there too long because, again, you were typing or listening to me or working out or driving or whatever you're doing right now. So we have to understand how our conscious brain affects us. And we're going to learn that throughout this season. And uh, since this is uh, the last quarter of the year, it's going to be the holiday season. So it's important that we learn how our brain and body works now in these first few keys because you're going to be tempted to make the same financial mistakes you always have. So if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you already got. So if you think in terms of success or failure, most people don't think in terms of success or failure explicitly. But if you think in terms of success or failure, success is a part of the process. Failure is inextricably linked. It is not the opposite of success like most people think. Failure is not the opposite of success. Success and failure go hand in hand because it's through the failure and the insight you receive from failure that leads you to your next success. But I will challenge you that success is a process, okay? It's not just an end game. It's not a result. It's a process. And we're going to learn about the elements of success, specifically how to achieve financial success. But these terms, what we teach here, and the key to riches is universal. So don't think that this only applies to money management. You can use this key to riches system for weight management, career management, hobby management, family management. All these same principles still apply. That's the beauty of the key to riches because, again, wealth is more than money. And since wealth is more than money, how do we parlay what's inside to have what we want outside? The first step is this week's key is to take and accept where we are. Acceptance is a powerful tool. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, the late Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, wrote an incredible book on death and dying. And I remember being forced to read it in one of my freshman college English classes. And I was like, why do I have to read this? It actually wasn't English. It was like sociology or something. And it was one of the books. And I was like, this is so dumb. Why do I have to read this? It had nothing to do with what I was interested in at the time, which were boys. And the boys weren't interested in this book either, but I had to read this book. And even though at first I had to regurgitate the information, memorize the concepts and spit it out, write a paper to show that I read it, I didn't think much of it. 
But this is how powerful the brain is. So the brain took that information and it stored it away. And now when I came up with the keys, I recalled how important acceptance is. So in the grieving process, the loss of a loved one, traumatic information, maybe our own um, terminal illness, whatever it might be, there's a process that's involved. And the first step is denial. And denial is a warm, fluffy blanket. It is not a river in Egypt only. It is a warm, fluffy blanket. And we wrap ourselves in denial because if we don't admit something is going on, if we don't accept it, acknowledge it, recognize it, then guess what? We don't got to do nothing to fix it. We don't. So that's what's so cool about acceptance. It's coming to acceptance. So first we've got the denial. Then we get angry. We get mad. Then we start bargaining and we move slowly toward this place of acceptance. And so while you might not be achieving the financial goals you have set for yourself, you are achieving something. We are successful at every endeavor. Okay. So we have to make a paradigm shift here. We are successful at every endeavor we have. But what we need to know specifically is that if our goal was not achieved, that's where we say we failed. But that doesn't mean we didn't achieve it. But the resources and the approach achieved the outcome that we received. Now, if you are not congruent with the outcomes that you say you desire, there's a problem. It's hard to get rich if you were inculcated as a child that rich people are evil. Because while you may want money and you may be a good person, you're fearful that you might become evil if you get rich. It doesn't work that way. Money is only a magnifier. So let's dispel that myth right now. Rich people are evil. Money is just a magnifier. If you are a good person, you are going to be a great person tenfold if you have money. If you are a bad person, likely you're going to be bad or worse tenfold with money. It's just the way it works. It's just a magnifier. It's only a tool, and we make it out to be so much more than what it is. So the first stage in being able to make changes in our belief system regarding money, we have to accept where we are. The second part of this week's key is affirmation. So acceptance and affirmation. So because we have been programmed so much in the past about our lives, how we should live them, Other people put their value systems upon us. And when we're young, we're just digital audio video recorders. That part of the brain that creates reason doesn't evolve until later. And it's kind of a safety mechanism because if you did not believe that your parents were 100% omnipotent and godlike, then you would certainly perish because you depended on them for your nutrition, your development, your education, all of that stuff. So right, wrong, or indifferent, you took this information in. You had no way to evaluate the information. And then when we get old enough, we're learning new things when we start developing that. So we don't really think about what we learned early on unless something comes up to provoke us to say, oh, well, uh, you know, everybody in my family is fat, and that's just because we're big boned. We're genetically meant to be fat. So if that's your belief system, of course, you're never going to lose weight and be skinny. Um, because you've got that preconceived notion and you looked around and everybody around you was fat and you heard that that was a genetic thing. So you just took it for what it was when you were a kid, you didn't question it. You didn't have the ability to question it. 
But that's what's so great about now. And the reason why we have to use the affirmations is because we have to slowly move our belief systems. You know, there are single event learning experiences that we have in life, traumatic events that materially change the way we live. I got into a car accident making a left turn when I was 17. And I had to make three right turns in order to make a left turn for many years because I was so fearful of wrecking my car again. And then when I determined it was a foolish and irrational fear, then I was able to start making left turns. But it wasn't until I challenged that that I was able to overcome it. And so unless you have a single event learning experience that embeds something like that, good or bad, you know, you've got to slowly move yourself past that critical filter. And we'll talk more about the three amigos and the crazy curmudgeon that lives within your brain and what he does to, quote, keep you safe. But in the process, he also keeps you impoverished. So it's important that we affirm what it is that we say we desire. So we have to get our thoughts congruent with our goals. And so if we say we want to be rich, but our thoughts are rich people are evil, that's not congruent. So we have to start affirming it. And just like that horrible song that you heard one time on the radio, and then it became like all of a sudden this smash hit, but it still annoyed you. It still annoyed you. And every day you were um, sitting there and all of a sudden you're singing it to yourself because you heard it over and over and over. So that's what we want to do. We want to embed these affirmations into your subconscious. Uh, But we have to do that consistently, frequently, and over time. I have a great process called the six P's for affirmation success. It's in my first book, Yes, You Can. And I'm actually going to do I'm actually going to be doing an affirmations workshop coming up soon. So you will want to stay tuned for that. I will give you some more UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Thanks so much for stopping by. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.